Hello and welcome to this episode of Coaching Chaos. Thank you so much for joining me. As the weeks have gone by and I've continued to work on this podcast, the last couple of weeks have become increasingly busy. And I have to admit that Satan has entered into my mind and has said, this is worthless. This is a waste of time. It's not valuable anywhere. Why are you even doing this? And after I studied my scriptures this morning and reflected upon the conference talk, I had a renewed vigor and a renewed determination. And I am here to share with you that I am not quitting this. I have remembered my purpose and I have remembered that I want to share my testimony with my children and I want to share my testimony with the world regardless of how many listen or how many people might disagree with me or doubt or whisper behind my back all those thoughts enter into my mind and I have to continue forward with vulnerability and with confidence that this is what I am to do. So in today's podcast, I am focusing on I Have a Work for Thee by Elder Pingree from October 2017 and from Moroni 10. Um, 10 verses 8 and 9, probably through 16. Uh, no, probably through 18. So Moroni 10 verses 8 through 18. And that wonderful conference talk, it talks about gifts. Okay, don't turn this off. Don't say, oh, this is not going to apply to me because I don't have any. Well, you are the exact person that I need to speak to. You are important. And yes, you have gifts and talents. The Lord has blessed you. And you are the glue. You are the builder, the bridge, the connector because of your gifts. Most of us were not blessed with these blaringly large gifts like being an, an athlete in the Olympics or maybe a general authority. You, you weren't blessed with that. Most of us haven't been. So that doesn't mean that we weren't blessed with gifts. In fact, we have been blessed with many gifts. And I hope that by the end of this podcast, you can visualize your gifts, better identify them, or at least have a way on how to identify them because the conference talk does exactly that. And so I was thinking about the gifts of others, even around me in my neighborhood. So I live in a small town. So, so small that it would be impossible to think that we could run a college but this small town somehow does because all the people who live here are many of them are contributors to this college and all of them are great things all of them are not small things they're big things but those individual people might say oh I just do a small thing I'm not really that important but that's not true so not just in our small town, take it down to even smaller, just in my neighborhood. The people who contribute to a college, we have math teachers. We have someone who teaches in the business department. We have someone who teaches in the English department. So what if we had 
all of us were with blessed with one talent and that is to be a math teacher. Would that help run an entire college if we were all math teachers? No, no. So every single one of us are contributors and I want to use this as the example. So we have math teachers, business professors, English professors. We have a vice president of the school who helps run and organize things at the school and assist the students. We even have someone who assists the president of the school. Her role is to make sure that the coming and going of the daily activities of the president, his needs are met. His schedule is set and she is the glue to help connect all of that. We have a head coach in athletics and that would be my husband. Can you imagine if all of us in this neighborhood were head coaches who would teach math? We have somebody who works in the accounting and finance department at the college who oversees the payment of tuition. We have a counselor that helps the students in their graduation path. We have a a custodian, my next door neighbor. After the end of each one of my husband's games, you see Brother Mackey quietly going about his job and taking care of business emptying out all the trash cans, cleaning up between all of the seats, benches of the bleachers, pushing the bleachers back in, cleaning and shining the floors. Can you imagine if we did not have his incredible work ethic at our school? If that just didn't happen and the students all got up and left after a game? Their popcorn and their soda and their signs and maybe someone left a purse? His role is very important, and I'm very thankful for Brother Mackey. And then I am extremely grateful for taking it down to just my family, how every single one of the children in this home are contributors to some degree. They are very, very important. Jeff has a strong spirit of discernment, and he gives beautiful and powerful blessings, and he is an example of hard work and provides for us beautifully. My son is looking to that example. And at the drop of a hat, he can bear a beautiful testimony of Joseph Smith. And he too has a wonderful work ethic. He leaves things sparkling and shining better than how he found them. My oldest daughter is a wonderful mother to her children and a wonderful has wonderful nurturing responsibilities to her siblings. That was her role when she came to this earth to be an example to her siblings. And I am so grateful for her. And she too has a very strong work ethic. And she also is a defender of the faith. She has, she will bear powerful testimony on social media of what she believes in, as does Alexandria. She has a very strong will determination and she took off out of here like a bullet and had a purpose and a plan and she knows exactly what she's going to do and she gets up every day and she sets out to do it. And she was one of those children that got up every single fast and testimony Sunday and bared beautiful testimony. And she's a wonderful defender of the faith as well. 
And then there's Clara, who is very strong and determined. She knows exactly what she's going to do with her life. As soon as she's done with high school, she too is going to take off out of here and do great and incredible things. She has a plan and she's going to accomplish it. And Evelyn is my shy, sweet girl who is curious about her testimony and she's testing that out right now. And she has a strong and fierce love for her nieces and nephew. And she's very close to all of her siblings. She watches all of us and she recognizes when someone is down and she will come and and listen to you when you are upset. But she too is building her testimony and I know that she loves our Savior. And then there's Georgie. Georgie is beyond words of compassion. She recognizes the needs of others and takes great initiative. The kitchen's dirty, she cleans it. She wants to know how to bake bread. She educates herself and she does it because that's not something her mother does. She loves animals fiercely that she's even become a vegetarian because she doesn't want anybody to be slaughtered on her behalf for her to have her nourishment. She will eat fruits and vegetables all the days of her life just to save one animal. She's filled with compassion and, and love for her parents and she is very protective of her nieces and nephew. Very, very much so. Can you imagine if all of us had the very, very same talents in our neighborhood and in our homes? What would that accomplish? We wouldn't get very far if everybody was a volleyball coach. The Lord has in mind for you more than you realize for yourself. You have been reserved and preserved for this time and this place. This is a quote from Elder Russell M. Nelson, our beloved prophet. He says, the Lord needs you to change the world. As you accept and follow his will for you, you will find yourself accomplishing the impossible. The prophet knows I will follow him because he sees great potential in me. Through the eyes of our Father in heaven, he knows that we all have a great work for us to do. So Elder Pingree has offered four things that will help us identify our precious gifts. First is to focus on others. And as we focus on others, we recognize ways that we can help others. And that is a gift. One sister says, I do not have any gifts. And she was prompted to recognize the beauty and things around her. And she began to vocalize that. Tell people how beautiful they look today and and compliment them on their outfit or compliment them on their handwriting even. And she made other people's lives feel a little bit more important that day just because she complimented and noticed others around her. That is a wonderful gift. Elder Pingree talked about how a family moved into a new city and instead of finding a beautiful home in an affluent neighborhood, they found a home in a neighborhood that was considerably needing in social and economic areas. And over the, Lord, over the years, the Lord worked through them to support many individuals and to build up their ward and stake. So he also tells us to seek out our Heavenly Father and help us to discover our special gifts that he's blessed us with. Some of us wonder, do I have any of these gifts? And the answer, he says, is yes. 
to every man and woman is given a gift by the Spirit of God that all may be profited by. So whatever you are blessed with, and you truly have been blessed with, we will all profit by those blessings that you will bestow upon us through your special gift. Some might include having compassion, expressing hope, relating well with people, organizing, speaking, writing persuasively, teaching clearly and working hard. That's one thing I'm so grateful for is that all six of my children have a very strong work ethic. They go to their places of work and they clean and shine and whip things into shape and figure out new processes and organize and they're friendly and fun to work with. I'm really grateful that each of them are blessed with that gift. So in order to find out what your gift is, he suggests that we refer to our patriarchal blessing. And if you don't have one, get it. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, and how old you are. Get your patriarchal blessing. This will help reveal some of the precious, beautiful gifts that you've been blessed with. Ask those who know us best, what am I good at? I asked my daughter, Evelyn, what is Dee Dee good at, her big sister? And she says, um, reading the energies of people. That's really true. Britt can identify the good or bad natures of another person, and that helps her steer clear from relationships that might harm herself or her family. And of course, we can ask God. Of course, we can ask Him. He's the one that gave us these gifts. He knows us better than anybody. And to make use of adversity. I discovered years ago that when we were down and out, completely broke, I found ways that I could send my kids off with a wonderful yummy lunch. I found ways to make things connect. If my kids needed projects in school, I was able to utilize the things that I had in my home without going out and spending $30 on a project at Walmart or Target. I was able to take care of their needs by simply using the resources that I had in my home. And Heavenly Father would point things out. Use popsicle sticks. Use spaghetti noodles. This will help things stick together. Turn this poster around and use the back of that. Just little tiny things like that. I was able to send my children off to school with amazing projects and wonderful lunches and pay bills and and make wonderful dinners because of the gift that I discovered that I have of making things work with the little resource that I had. Heavenly Father provided miracles in my life at that time to see that I could make things connect. I could make things happen. And I found that I was actually more creative by utilizing what I had in my home than just going out and buying everything that I needed. So then I relied on God. That's the fourth thing he says for us to do, rely on him. When we have a special purpose and a special plan that he has set out for us to do to accomplish his work, he will help that happen. If you're given a calling and you say, I cannot do that calling, guess what? You have been called and our Father in Heaven will help you accomplish His work. I have seen that so many times. As we choose God, the rest of our day comes together. I have learned that as I have chosen to read my scriptures and and read from conference talks, how I have been in turn been able to be inspired and prompted to work more effectively at my job, help the boys that I work with, have greater compassion and empathy in their needs, to mother them and nurture them, 
almost to, to a fault. And yet they know that they are safe. They know that they are loved. And my children know that they are loved fiercely. And it's because I've read my scriptures. It's because I've read a conference talk that prompted me and inspired me. It's because I chose God first. He will help us fulfill all of those assignments. All things are present before his eyes. He will open the doors necessary for us in order for us to accomplish his work. Of course, there is always a word of warning. Because Heavenly Father has a specific work for us to do, Satan knows what that work is, and he will do everything in his power to thwart that plan. Are you to serve a mission? Do you feel inadequate? That's Satan. Did he tempt you? Did you fall into sin? That's Satan. He has caused you to not feel that you are worthy of this work. He has caused you to feel that, Shari, you cannot do this podcast. It is a waste of time. It is worthless. Your voice is not important. But as I've, as I've studied the, analyt- the analytics on my podcast, I have actually been heard in different parts of the world. People have clicked on my podcast in different countries. Maybe, somehow, as the prophet has said, we are to change the world. I may never know truly how I changed the world until after this life, but I know that as the prophet has said, we are to change the world. It might appear very small and undetected and unnoticed by our own individual mind and eyes, but there is always a ripple effect. You are a small pebble thrown into a very large pond, and that ripple carries clear across that water. I may be a small pebble with a small podcast, but I'm dropping it into a very large placid lake, and I'm going to watch how the ripples take effect. And it's my hope and desire that sharing my testimony and the love, the fierce love that I have for this gospel will help someone else in their day. Sin is perhaps our greatest stumbling block, doling our sensitivity to the Holy Ghost and restricting our access to spiritual power to perform the work of Heavenly Father that He has for us. We must strive to always be clean so that we can be an instrument in His hands. Satan distracts us with less important matters. I see my kids, my teenagers, eating cereal in the morning at breakfast and watching mindless, silly TikToks. And I just, oh, it frustrates me so much. Sure, go ahead, watch those things, but maybe spend five minutes or just read five verses of your scriptures and then reward yourself with the fun things that you enjoy watching. But you first chose God. You first chose to read five verses, five verses. And I know that over time, the verses of five turn into verses of 10. And then pretty soon it turns into 15 minutes. But start with five. Start small. Choose God in a small way first. And he will choose you in a big way. It will happen. The Lord warned an early church leader, your mind has been on things of the earth more than the things of me and the ministry whereunto you have been called. We have all been called to his work. We cannot, perf- we cannot perform the plan of salvation if we are focusing on the mindless things that hath no life. Are we so preoccupied with worldly things that we are diverted from our divine assignments? Satan may coax us 
to view our work as less valuable than the work assigned to us. So I began to think that my work on this podcast was less valuable. But every assignment from God is important and we will find fulfillment as we glory in that which the Lord hath commanded us. Mother Teresa, for her life's mission to help the poor, she said, it is God's work. I am like a pencil in his hand. He does the thinking, he does the writing. The pencil has nothing to do with it. The pencil has only to be allowed to be used. So in the pre-earth life, our Father in heaven offered the question, whom shall I send? And we all know that Jesus answered, here am I, send me. And we can be just exactly that. He said, who is going to teach math at Snow College? And our sweet math teacher said, here am I, send me. Who is going to coach volleyball and train up these 17 beautiful daughters of mine to go out into this world and gain greater confidence because they were coached in athleticism at Snow College? And my husband said, here am I, send me. And he asked, who is going to oversee all of the student affairs at Snow College? And the vice president in my ward said, here am I, send me. Who is going to clean up after all of these athletic events or the concerts or all the things that go on at Snow College? And Brother Mackey said, here am I, send me. Who is going to conduct a podcast and declare my testimony, declare testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ and I said here am I send me in Moroni 10 8 it says and again I exhort you my brethren that ye deny not the gifts of God for they are many and they come from the same God and there are different ways that these are get these gifts are administered but it is the same God who worketh all in all and they are given by the manifestations of the Spirit of God unto men to profit them. We've all been divinely assigned, and so it is my responsibility, as it is yours, to seek after good things and to share all that we have to others, to strengthen, uplift, be a connector, the glue, a builder, a bridge. And that is you, and that is me. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast this day. I am Shari Reynolds, and this is Coach in Chaos. If someone you feel is down and out right now, and they aren't recognizing the beautiful person that they are and the many gifts that they have to offer, please share this with them. And may you, too, be a pebble in a lake and carry on the ripple. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time. Music